Previously on TFTP. I would kiss Corypheus and marry the architect. He's got great fashion. His shoes, his stockings, his He's seeing the Black City. Like, who does not want to be with that? What's going on here? Like, you hate it here, but you can't stop liking it, you know? The reason why I like it so much and it's my favorite in all of the Dragon Age is because it marked me in a way. How kind of you to notice. What's going on here? How are we doing? We're back at it again with another tinfoil tea party. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. It's not been too long since our last one, which is great because we're actually on schedule. Uh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> thank the maker. As obviously you saw in the previous, and you can probably tell from the title, last TFTP, we talked about romance in Dragon Age, conceptualizing Dragon Age 4, and just talking about solar bell in hell <laughs> and just romance in general uh we played a few games answered quite a few questions and just had a pretty good time i'd have to say it's probably one of our favorite tinfoil tea parties just because of the sheer yeah, enjoyment fun. of it yeah and that's the kind of tone that we really want to just keep up with this podcast we just want to have a fun time yeah. and just make this as entertaining as possible first of all to record and then for you guys to listen to it and just engage because a lot of you guys really love that podcast too that's what we want you know we want to have some fun you know it's a tinfoil tea party but just like last time we did delve into romance but and, and it was our longest episode yet but we missed quite a lot of questions out a lot yeah. of twitter tumblr youtube like so many questions that people really wanted and i was like Hmm, why don't we maybe do a 4.5 on this episode? <laughs> because we've also got we've also got quite a fun game to play as well. And me and Saria, well, we kind of have a tiny little confession. But we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, last time we had so many questions that we really wanted to answer them all, but we just couldn't for time's sake. So later on, we'll be delving into your questions, just like last time. And we've even got another fun game to play this one not romance centered <laughs> thank but... goodness <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see it's gonna be hilarious and before i get into that though there's something that we really want to do in terms of the tinfoil tea party going forward and that is actually having time to answer fan questions or viewer questions i should say and just bringing in that element of you guys talking to us and asking us questions we want to save like 10 minutes at the end of the episode just for question time and i thought of kind of a cheeky little cheesy little thing i'm gonna be like liliana are there any ravens in the rookery as kind of a bird thing and you know kind of a that's quest. a good idea it's really good <laughs> I want to get like a segment of audio, like Liliana saying something random, like, yes, Inquisitor. <laughs> or, I don't know if you know any decent lines of dialogue that would match Liliana giving us mail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in the war table, she's like Inquisitor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can, I can uh, figure out how to get that done. If you know any of them, so. but um, I've got a cheeky statement, okay? But I know that you guys love to do fun app, and you guys are big behind fun app. And cheeky, cheeky little statement, just putting out there. If any of you guys love us enough to want to create fun app for the show, then just saying a nice, cute little picture of Liliana talking to a Raven would legit be the best thing in the world. Oh, it would be incredible. Would be awesome. It would be so cool. But again, no pressure. Just be awesome. Just to have a nice cool little element into it. And obviously you guys interacting even more. But yeah, we're gonna have time for Ravens and the Rookery, as I'm calling it. 
<laughs> so guys, ask away. Ask any question. I, for one, I'll answer anything specific or personal relating to Dragon Age or relating to me. I don't care. Ask away. It's not centered around a certain topic. If you want to center it around the episode, by any means do that. But ask me or Saria anything you want. I'm sure we'll be happy to oblige. But yeah, anyhow. <laughs> so, Saria. Jack. There dog. is. <laughs> <laughs> Jack. <laughs> there is something else that we wanted to talk about relating to romance that we figured this month in particular might be a special sort of month. And you see, me and Sari have a confession that we wanted, we were thinking about talking about last episode, but... <laughs> We didn't. We <laughs> it's didn't. Something, it's something we ought to get off our chest. Because I hinted towards it last episode. Okay, I hinted towards it. hinted every it. single episode. <laughs> and some comments, too. And people are picking up on it. You see, we're it's talking about romance else. today because... Why don't you say it, Saria? Why don't you say it? What am I saying? What's going on, Saria? What's going on? What's what's What do we need to confess? <laughs> Why do I have to say it? <laughs> because I figured I'd give it to you, you know? That's not fair. <laughs> okay, let's put it this way. Saria is not going to be romanceable in Dragon Age 4. Because she's already locked into a romance. She's actually ditched the Dreadwolf for someone called Jackdaw. So that isn't the problem oh anymore. <laughs> Jackdaw is in a locked romance. What am I saying, guys? What am I saying? So last who? Nah. Saria is all about that Jackdaw. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was kind of obvious that we were, but it's... What are we, Saria? That's the way you say it. It's nice and, like, <laughs> what are we, Saria? out of context. What are, what are we? What are we, Saria? We're in a relationship. We are in a relationship. Exactly. <laughs> Me and Saria, specifically this month, it will turn six months, and by the time this is posted, me and Saria will have been in a long-distance relationship for six months. How awesome is that? And if you guys noticed my hints last episode, I talked about how I went to visit someone in Northern Ferelden, Northern Fadus, sorry. Fadus. And how I took, you know, three journeys there, and Sari just was not having it. She was just not having it. She was just... You... Oh... <laughs> To be fair, I do have a statement on each of our Google Drive saying we've got to pretend like we ain't dating. We've got to keep that <laughs> illusion going. Just so you know, <laughs> we wanted to keep that going just to try and try and bring Sari into the community, you know, because you guys know me, but you don't know Sari. And I really wanted to bring her into the community like that as uh, instead of, you know, knowing her as, oh, this is my girlfriend. It's like, a, let's know Sari for who she is as a person, as opposed to just labeling her as Jackdaw's girlfriend. So I really wanted to bring you now into Now they're going to label me as Jackdaw's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Completely backflipped. Sorry. Oh, you mean Jack does girlfriend? <laughs> so, considering that, yeah, me and Sari want to spend this episode just a tiny bit. We've got plenty of a plan, like the questions, the games, but we just want to talk a tiny bit about our relationship. And, of course, we've got a few tinfalls as well and a hilarious game to play. We just wanted to share a bit about our real-life romance because we're in a relationship. Now, it's not just founded upon Dragon Age, but that's been a huge part of it, you know. Sari watched my videos, fell in love with my accent, of course. You know, she, you know, oh. she saw my face <laughs> and she was just completely swooped, you know. So... <laughs> It was my YouTube channel, and it was Jackdaw, the account that you know. Skyrim Space caught, Marine. It was the Skyrim Space. <laughs> that's the thing that caught 
Sari's intrigue. So I figured we could talk about that because obviously Dragon Age is focused and Bioware games as a whole are focused on a romance. And how cute is it that a romance in real life has formed out of these romance-centered games? You know, I think it's pretty cute. So today we're just going to talk a bit about very personal stuff, guys. I know we haven't really done that before, so I guess this will be a definite different tinfoil tea party. So Saria, how did me and you meet? Um, we met on your Discord. We did. I decided to join it. After watching my Guild of Fallen podcast, you were just completely... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did watch that and I, just to, because you guys talked a lot about romance in that Mm. and... Mm -hmm, I also, before I watched you, and I was like, dang, his ideas are whack. Like, <laughs> with <laughs> theories and, whack. yeah, and, like, the news and stuff like that. But, yeah, I definitely watched for a while. And um, I started already making my own videos a long time ago. I yeah. was too afraid to post them because I still kind of am with certain ones. But mainly because I didn't feel like I had a name in the community, so it wasn't really going to matter. Right. But, yeah, I feel like... We kind of just came together for a reason, and yeah. We did, we did. So so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So if you want to join my Discord, you can. But when people join my Discord straight away, or at least people who I find really cool. (laughs) Jokes to (laughs) all the people here on my Discord, and they don't. But I give people bird titles. Uh, If you want a bird title, join my Discord. Or if you're already in there, ask for a bird title, and I'll give it to you. Saria joined, and I saw her talking in the comments, memes, the general stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. So the first thing I said to her was, oh, what sort of birds do you want to be? And she was like, I'll be a finch bird. And it started from there, really, where we just started talking. And it just hit like it was. <laughs> they were steaming straight away. We were straight. <laughs> in. We started talking, just text memes. Uh, we started getting to know each other about our personal stuff, how we could relate to each other, same age, all that stuff. And then we started voice chatting as a group first in the Discord. We just started talking casually, but then everyone left the the, uh, the group chat. <laughs> everyone but like one other person, but yeah, everyone left. And there was just me and Saria there for a solid four hours talking about Dragon Age. And for me, it was four hours. <laughs> it was four hours. I got. Oh, I went to sleep. No. I went to sleep at seven GMT. Oh jeez. And it was Sorry. midnight for you. It was <laughs> no, because it was yeah. And and for me, being a British boy in university, I've never really. I mean, never really had someone, or at least a female, who talks about Dragon Age so intricately, so hilariously. Never really had someone who I've connected with in such a way that's also female. That sounds really, really like isolating, introverted or whatever. But no, it's the fact that in Britain, I'm not calling anyone out, but it's at least not, in the North Face. It's not just in Britain. Like, it's a culture. In, in America, it's the same thing. Oh, I just said where I am. But, um. <laughs> You're in Northern Thetis. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Northern. Th- okay, in Northern Thetis. <laughs> basically it's the same thing it's that culture a lot of girls are not really into games like that's the stereotype um that guys like to have and not even guys like girls you know Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of girls would judge me for liking games because what they liked makeup or they liked celebrities or something like that like things that were more inclined to like girly stuff and for me i always liked games i love animation um i love like video editing audio editing i like doing that stuff anyways so all the computer stuff so i was kind of more inclined to that but yeah i get what you're saying like no there's not a lot of people so it's not just britain yeah it's not just britain i I must yeah definitely anywhere like, else. To me though, those traits of computing, liking animation, liking games, liking all that stuff, it's completely unique. So Saria originally was so unique to me. And of course, 
a lot of people in my Discord who are girls and love Dragon Age and that stuff. But it was just the way Sari talked. I want to say her first name. The way Sari talked about it. The way, you know, we just <laughs> talked for ages about Mafal, the endings, Dragon Age, all of it, the intricacies. And it was just... We talked about tinfoil. We please. did. We talked about <laughs> titans. We talked about so many things. I'm like, I've never, I should have recorded that conversation because I've never talked to anyone like that before in my entire life. Honestly, like in that moment, I, I woke up and I was like, damn, did I really bend all night talking to a girl about Dragon Age? And I was like, damn. And also, I saw a picture of Sari and I was just like, I was just totally swooning. I was like, damn. Like, I've never <laughs> been in a relationship before. So there's some jacked up information for you. And I was like, I've never been in a situation like this before. So how exactly would this go about? You gotta get the romance dialogue. You gotta get that romance dialogue, you know? So I was, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, I gotta talk to her again. I gotta talk to her again. I gotta voice chat her. I gotta message her. Well, well, what did I do? Well, I personally messaged her my videos, giving her Patreon <laughs> exclusive. I apologize to my patrons, but I gave Saria early <laughs> access. I was a baby. Patreon, like, like, next week anyway, so it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I gave that early access to my videos, and I was like, hey, I heard you like Solas. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and I gave her my early access to my Solas video I made in, in February, and she was like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. But that there was a gateway for us to just DM personal message, and it just it just kicked off from there, where we were just DMing, uh, voice chatting a lot in a group, where then they would kind of leave after a while, and it'd just be me and her. <laughs> And it just went from there till eventually Saria actually asked the Jackdaw if he was interested in a long distance relationship. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what is it that we like about each other? I mean, I'll go first. Saria is hilarious. She's incredible. She's beautiful. She's she's Aww. so relatable. She's so unique. I, I could go on. She's, inc she's just amazing. She's so talented, gifted, incredible. Her voice, her aesthetic, <laughs> like just everything she, she, she goes for, everything she, you know, she is the perfect romance option like i'm a hopeless romantic and saria is just perfect honestly she is Aww. an answer from the maker herself she is like andraste <laughs> uh. <laughs> you don't have to be as eloquent as me saria but if you could pick one thing about the jackdaw that you like like is there anything <laughs> chicken I like the way you're passionate about a lot of stuff. It like, doesn't even have to be Dragon Age. It's like anything that you love. Like you? Like movies. For instance? <laughs> like Saria, for instance? Yeah, but I'm just talking about like when I first met you and oh, stuff like that. Okay. Where you're super passionate just about, you know, doing certain things with like journalism and stuff like that. And so I really like admired that. Oh. And you're like drive for things. You don't notice it as much, but I do. You like oh. definitely are very motivated to like create a lot of things. And I like that a lot. That you just have, you know, a motivation that gets me motivated. Oh. And you crack jokes too, and I laugh. So <laughs> I don't see why you think I'm funny. I'm only funny because you're funny. <laughs> no, sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we started dating. And last month we met each other for the first time. And boy, was incredible. Like I had so many stories that I could get into. And boy. I kind of want to put them into a fairest kind of perspective as opposed to giving Saria's location away. But um, I got onto three different ships to Northern Tavinta in Solas. They, they heard in the last they heard, but, um <laughs> But the stories of going there was insane because it, there's a certain port in Northern... <laughs> In Northern Tavinta, where there are so many conspiracy theories in this in this certain part, where there is this massive statue of this crazy 
Griffin and 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 there is so many these, these executive painting there's these executive paintings and there are there's like these crazy gargoyles and there's so many crazy things so I was going to this part and I was like oh my goodness I'm going to this crazy part in Northern Fadus where I could potentially be be kidnapped and taken underground and stolen by some shady one world order organization where they could literally take me and and kidnap me and, and make me a slave or a concubine or some you know to be I could be like made a slave under Tavinta's banners and, and I was yeah I think some people deducted where I live now. <laughs> I, I probably not. I mean, unless they're really clever and they know Tavinta really well. But, <laughs> <laughs> but and they, yeah, I have so many crazy like. <laughs> I want to put them into a fadeist perspective. <laughs> but uh, but it was amazing. Honestly, I remember I got off my ship and the little girl next to me peed, and I was and I had to wait for a solid twenty minutes. That's cute. And I stank. I felt like That's I solid. I felt like I stank. I didn't. I don't think I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> and I got, I got off the little boat and I just remember walking down and then these doors opened and I just saw Saria right there and it was just in that moment everything was incredible because I had a 24 hour journey you know it took me ages to get there yeah um, but when I saw Saria it was just completely worth it I remember just seeing her we both just like ran to each other and it was just in that moment completely perfect so yeah we saw each other for the first time truly incredible and just an amazing moment and experience in my life and here's to the many more yay yay I agree <laughs> completely agree so yeah romance <laughs> Now, I'm just reading the like bottom of this. Now you guys all know. Now we can stop pretending because <laughs> not pretending, but now you guys know. We did good though. We, we did, did good. good to have a facade that we were just best friends. Just really good best friends with the meme inquisitor herself, you know. <laughs> wink, wink. wink. Yeah. We did really good. But yeah, speaking of romance, now you guys know. Let's talk about. Dragon Age, obviously our favorite video games. So we're gonna go into a few questions and then we've got a really fun game to play. And I'm gonna be competitive, okay? I am, I have drank so many levels of, I have drank so many coffees, it's like- <laughs> So many levels of coffee? I'm on level four of coffee, like I'm gonna totally beat you. Fingers pillow because I'm on like zipper levels of coffee, I've drank that much, like literally. <laughs> but um, we've got a crazy game to play and I, and I can't wait to get to it, so I wanna get to that as soon as possible. But um, but the first question we got, <laughs> oh my goodness, is from Green. Are we doing the tin foils? We'll do the tin foils. We'll this... do them both together. Because we'll do some. We'll do two questions, right? We'll go into a particular tin foil. You can choose the tin foil, and then we'll go into the the game, and then we can continue the questions on the tin foils while we're in the game. So we'll we'll just pace it. We'll pace it. We'll pace ourselves. <laughs> so Green Arrow, one week ago, my best friend in real life. Green Arrow 7, will we be able to engage? <laughs> I just heard that. Will I was we, like, wait, what does that mean? Will we be able to engage <laughs> oh, in no. carnal relations with nugs in Dragon Age 4? So in Dragon Age Origins, <gasps> make a no. In Dragon Age Origins, you can go to the pearl. Is it the pearl, the brothel? <laughs> It is the pearl. You can choose surprise me and you wake up with three nugs in your bed. <laughs> and I don't know what you do with those nugs, but... <laughs> so from this, Green Arrow 7 <laughs> wants to know if we will be able to engage in canal relations with nugs in Dragon Age 4. It's like that gamer poop of uh, Skyrim where... <laughs> it's like the, the, goat. the goat. You wake up and the see goat. the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's licking his crotch or whatever. <laughs> 
I think the way Bioware are going and their political correctness, I would say no way, Jose. But hey, we could romance Kunari and Dragon Age Force, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, <laughs> and they're kind of beasts. They they get you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in all relationships, I don't think they're gonna do. But sorry, I want to romance my Barry. I want to romance my Barry Warhol. <laughs> I want to romance her pants a lot. I mean, doesn't anyone? <laughs> The way he barks at me, the way he woofs at me. <laughs> the way the way he wags his tail. <laughs> the way he, he he's always so enthusiastic, his passion. How he scoundrels Alistair. It's a passionate romance. Um no, they're definitely not gonna do that because Yeah, I'm, yeah, Green R seven. What, it's just all in seriousness, no. But in, in for fun, maybe. Yeah, like... For mods, hey, we've got some crazy mods out there. I mean I've have you looked yeah, at the Yeah, come on. Whoever knows Frostbite, you better make like a, like the yeah. romance like. Nugs. Not just one nug, multiple nugs. The King Nug. The yeah. King Nug. The Queen Nug. The King Nug. And Cosmo X King Nug. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Like somebody needs to do that. Like, let's go. You got Crazy Dragon Age Origins mods that add a lot of crazy uh, sexy yeah. stuff. If you're into that. I'm not. I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm okay. <laughs> but hey, I don't judge. So if you're into that. Check them out. I mean, I downloaded a Sarah Biomod, for instance, so if you want one of those fetish fantasies for Dragon Age Origins or 2, then go for it. <laughs> I do know that there is a Bethany Dragon Age 2 mod. What the heck? What it, what it does is it replaces the um, uh, it replaces the skin of Isabella's love scene with Bethany instead. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So you equip an outfit for Isabella that is opposed to it being Isabella. It's Bethany's skin. Hawk and, and Bethany or like Bethany was adopted or Hawk was adopted. So it sounds so we can we can do. We it. took Bethany from the circle and in Ferelden. Uh, like no, like please, please no. stop. They're related, like blood. Like like come on. They look this. They try to look the same as you if you do like defaults mm -hmm. and stuff yeah. like presets. So like no, please. <laughs> so from that, yeah. No animal incest in Dragon Age 4, please. I think I should make that just... Yeah, we should preface... Animal incest. <laughs> I, I didn't make think of making out a video because I didn't think I'd need to, but Green Arrow here, who wants that? So, no thank you. But if you want that Green Arrow, mods. You got the mods. <laughs> you got the mods. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> I have a feeling I know who that is, but... <laughs> <laughs> <You do. laughs> Okay, next question, because I want to get to this game. Like, I've got... This game's going to be lit. Well, you we can play it while we're answering questions. No, because this question's a big so. one. This is a big one from Rose of Phantoms. <laughs> this is a big one. You got Rose of Phantoms. Okay, Rose... Yes. Okay, then. However she wants to be addressed. If either one of you created a romance... If either one of you created a romanceable character, whether you romance them or not, what would they be like? Attributes, personality-wise. What flaws would you include? Okay. Ooh. Typically, when I think of romance stories, I'm really fluffy and I like cute skin love. But for today, I ain't gonna do any of that. I'm thinking of like different love stories and acts I want to see. Um, when I think about what I like in movies, uh, anime and TV shows, I want something psychotic. I want something like sociopathic. I mean, what the frick? Yeah, like I want something younger? crazy. I want some like <laughs> oh, I talked about like in the last podcast about Cassandra and how I wanted crazy with that. But no. Scrap Cassandra, I've talked about that way too much. My favourite TV show in real life is actually a love story underneath all of its craziness. Uh, it's called The Leftovers. If anyone has seen it, let me know down below and I'll give you a love instantly because it's an incredible TV show and it's so underviewed 
and it's like mm, mm, mm. so watch it but anyway it's a post-apocalyptic show about the rapture or a rapture like event in which two percent of the world's population just suddenly disappear it's absolutely phenomenal and i recommend it to anyone it's pure insanity and it will make you cry it makes me cry and i don't cry at anything i don't cry at movies i don't cry at tv shows i don't cry at anime i don't cry he cries i do not cry at anything okay well <laughs> when I when my dog was put down, it was sad. It was a sad moment, but oh, that's I didn't sad. cry. I didn't cry. Sister was crying. Oh, Dad was crying. Dang. I didn't cry. What's wrong with 15 you? Fifteen-year-old Jack Do you have no soul? <laughs> I didn't cry. Jeez. I just, <laughs> it was just like she was falling asleep. It was happy. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of what kind of character okay. do you want to romance? Psychotic. So, yeah. 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 So yeah, watch the leftovers. But yeah, I got a bit distracted there. Uh, <laughs> um. I love leftovers. <laughs> in the actual show, it interweaves, it interweaves this um, this psychotic romance in it. So basically, these two characters on the show are completely crazy. They are so insane, and they're so crazy that out of this world, that those two people are perfect for each other. So you have this one woman who, like, her family died, and her her children were taken away. They didn't die, but they were Jeez, taken away, dude. and and so many bad things happened to her, and she's just completely depressed and, and sociopathic. And then you have this one dude who just constantly wants to kill himself. Okay, it, it sounds crazy. It sounds stupid right now, but yeah. in in the world, the idea of purgatory and coming back from the dead exists. It sounds stupid. It sounds crazy. But anyway, basically, these two characters are so far insane that they're perfect for each other because it's all perfect for each other. They end up together out of their own pure insanity and they have this amazing <laughs> connection because they're just purely out of their minds and it's super unique just to watch how this relationship develops and how it's just, it's just insane. It's like, how are these people like together out of all of their intrigues, flaws, quirks, and it's something that I want to see, not as a playable character, because I doubt our PC is going to be <laughs> a psycho. But just like a romance orientated around two characters who are just pure insane, and as of which they're perfect for each other. Like, think of Jack in Mass Effect 2. She's, she's, yeah, she's crazy. crazy. She's insane. So the Bioware already do those characters. And then Dragon Age, Anders is crazy, but not in like... <laughs> <gasps> not in that sense but he's a well, terrorist okay like he's some a... of the dialogue though that hawk says is like weird like yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. wouldn't mind you like <laughs> at least you know just has got a good body and it's like what the heck What's that? exactly so like just like expanding that a tiny bit more and we have maybe a pc but two characters were just completely insane and you can have that in the dragon age world you can have someone who's possessed by a spirit like a rage spirit or whatever or you could have someone who is an elven god or you could have someone who is a Kunari or is, is once tranquil but now because of their past they're so insane or someone who is an assassin who's evil and because of that they're really twisted you can have that in Dragon Age so that's what I want I want a pure insane psychotic romance story interwoven into a potential Dragon Age Hey, comic book or game. I'm not just limiting to the games here. We've got the comic books to look forward to, too. That's true. <laughs> so, Rose, to answer your question, I want pure, insane characters and their romance. Their flaws would be the fact that they're insane and they're perfect for each other. So, yeah, that's what I want. I think I answered that pretty pretty in-depth there. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys. Deep underground there in the deep roads. A romanceable character. So, maybe I liked watching a lot of... 
uh, movies and TV shows that and books that had like a character that completely like changed dramatically. I right. kind of like that a lot. I think that's interesting because development. You yeah. think you know the character, right? Like okay, mm-hmm. da, 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 they're fine. Da, da, da. First, you would have you know a regular romance. Yeah. And it's like oh you know I like you, you like me, da 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 da. And then that person, whether it's male or female. Like, straight up, something happens, either catastrophic or, like, usually it's catastrophic kind of things. Like, I know there was one, like, there's one character change because of his parents' divorce and stuff like that. And so he had, like, all these walls built up, and the girl was trying to, like, break them. So, yeah, there's that. I, like... Like having those where they completely yeah. change, either like becoming like really badass or something like that, and like yeah, like you Tokyo know, kind of have like this you know stoic like I'm you know this wall in front of them, mm-hmm. and then you it's completely like a different romance after that. It's like you're trying to either break down their walls. I know that seems like a struggle and like a lot of angst, but I kind of like that because it's I like that. honestly like you thought you knew about that character, so you romance them, but then they completely change on you, and you're like, whoa. Like what? That that you gives know? me a complete. That's how Blackwall's romance should have been if Blackwall was a better character. Obviously, you have that. He's a great warden. He's this dude. He has that. But then he has that flip side to everything he said is gonna be, has been a complete lie. You know, and obviously you can still romance him. I feel like that what you're talking about. Yeah, they have a lot of romances where a lot of the characters have walls, but it's not like they already have it straight up. Right. Like yeah, I would like yeah. one that they're completely like open and you romance them at first yeah. or maybe like and then one main quest like completely changes their that, lives and then yeah. they're literally completely different. That's like, cool. You thought you knew them, but now they're completely different and they won't like they they know they're in a relationship but they can't like open up because they've been that's so that's cool you know, yeah yeah i thought that'd be really that's cool. a different I think that would i love character development like that like i think that is so cool because then i want to learn more about that character mm. in that way mm-hmm. like i know it's like almost like a different personality but technically it's not because no, people it's you know it's in yeah. real life like people adapt to things like like things that are really tragic in their mm-hmm. lives and then they adapt to it and they can either be cold or like really you know just yeah. depressed or something like that or it doesn't even have to be negative ones it can just be like they're happy too much you know so yeah. something like that but definitely that's, i would just kind of that's really you know. cool that's a good idea something tragic or different happening in the narrative and that character being completely different and that just changing the romance as well yeah and you're like it's almost like redoing the romance again you know what i'm saying like yeah it's you know you already did the romance but now you have like, to kind of yeah but now it's like I can't even like it's realistic. You know, hold their hand or or kiss mm. them because they're just so you have to like relearn how to do it and they like kind of fall in love with you again. Oh, that is very. That kind of, that's I cool. think that would that, be really really mm. different and cool. That's very. I like that. I like that a lot because it's kind of realistic as well. You know, if something tragic happens in real life and say your partner's parents die, you have that struggle of trying to connect with them again. You know, and that's kind of really. You know, you're really consolidating that into a Dragon Age narrative, which I think is awesome. That's that's really cool and dynamic. I love that. Okay, so let's play a game. <laughs> do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Again, okay. What are we playing today? <laughs> we basically, we've been doing this ever since we started that first romance podcast. We were like, we need to create some games like Kill, Mary Kiss and maybe do some quizzes. We didn't do some quizzes, but and <laughs> stuff like that and Mad Libs. We wanted to do one time for another game and it was Pictionary. And it's Dragon <laughs> Age Pictionary. 
So <laughs> we have a lot on here. I, I can't count a right now, lot. but I'm pretty sure there's like like 200 there's, things or something. Like. Is there any way I can... I don't think there is, but we, we tried to find one online and they're all crap. Like, I'm sorry, but they're all crap. They're all the maker's balls. Yeah, like we wanted a Pictionary like generator that we, we would choose the words, right? And then we would draw them and it would have a timer and everything and everything would be fine. Yeah. And then we could see who wins. But technically, like there's no Pictionary out there. If somebody can find it, God bless. Seriously, like there is none like out there. We were looking like... And we were looking for web. ages. Just we, were just, we were just really looking and we couldn't find one where you could actually choose your own words because they're giving words for us like balloon or like clown. <laughs> you know, some stupid ones that you don't want to draw. We want to draw like Dragon Age ones. So yeah. that's what we made. So we have a randomizer list and then we're just going to draw and paint. Yeah. And, and for all those audio listeners now, I'm going to skip this forward for you guys because obviously there's no point in having this here when you're not going to be able to see it. So we're using paint and we're using a randomizer. And the aim of it is we're going to have six guesses each. We're going to give each other about 20. 10 to 20 seconds before we guess and then six guesses we're just gonna have a bit of competition in it like literally this is gonna be hilarious it's gonna be the bants so yeah the, the idea and of winning apparently jack is level four in coffee so he's gonna be very competitive <laughs> so might be a bit crazy him and coffee are just you know they're they're, they're a good combination it's how i live it's how i make videos no. it's how i make videos. no what i did <laughs> my video prep is i put the la la land soundtrack on vinyl judge me if you want i don't care and then I have some coffee, and then that's how I'm so enthusiastic. I'm like, blah, 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 blah because of the la 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 the coffee. Obviously, sorry is kind words as well. <laughs> <laughs> that helps me going. That helps me <laughs> Get in life. going in the day. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to record this as well so y'all can see our amazing drawings. I must preface, I did not do art. <laughs> I pay for me artists neither. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but you're good at drawing. We, we practiced this like just a few times and she's good at drawing, okay. Sorry is good. Me? Mm -mm. <laughs> anyway, no delaying. We're gonna be doing some questions throughout this as well, but like this is just gonna be pure bants. So let's get into this. So yeah. <gasps> okay, well we're on this. Let's uh, let's look at a question. We've got a question. Um In your opinion, what is the most down-to-earth and relatable romance? This is by Monochrome 11 at Donny Boy. Most down to earth and relatable mm, in the entire franchise. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, Soulless romance. It's just really down to earth. Because he dumps you. The tragedy. Just I can totally relate to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think uh, Alistair. Aww, the adorableness. I think that's a down to earth. I think the definitely like them being both wardens and kind of like tragic characters you know yeah. i don't think that's i can't relate to that but i relate to the romance so the cuteness and the i garden. think it's cute yeah it's cute cheese for everyone that's good that's, <laughs> that's your grab let me think of like the ones that aren't relatable so you got dating a crazy witch who then needs you to have babies so she can uh destroy an <laughs> ancient evil <laughs> uh relatable uh, I, you know happens like... every weekend yeah, if that isn't relatable, don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, what else you got in our audience? You got uh, having a crazy assassin who already knows everyone's story. Dragon Age 2, you got broodiness. Ooh, you got Fenris who's broody. Is that relatable? Mm, emo vibes. Uh, you got Anders who is a terrorist, but his romance is kind of. I like Alice, is a darkable, but. Yeah. Um, Josephine, you got another man. You got another man on your, on your, on your, on your. Okay, reef. that that could be. You're fighting for territory, but then you actually go and fight, like you actually like duel them. 
then again, I have to relatable because people in real life are like, hey, she's mine, that's fine. Okay, so I'm gonna go for Josephine because you do actually have that tension of there's another dude there and you gotta, ooh, you gotta check out and you gotta fight him. And yeah, I'm gonna go with Josephine because it's pretty relatable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other relatable one? Okay, so it's not Josephine because I do cheat Josephine a lot. Cassandra! You've got that. Cassandra can. You got that, yeah, you got that hopeless romance there. And you got that, it's it's just two people who are work colleagues, and it's like, hey, I'm the big boss, you're kind of the second in command. You know? It's kind of pretty down to earth. I haven't romanced uh, Blackwall yeah. because it's Blackwall. Iron Balls is just a compute, complete fetish fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. <laughs> I, I think still, Sarah's is pretty down to earth. I'm relatable. It's young. It's young love, you know? Like if you're a mature character, it's not, but she is a young character, so it is that young dynamic. It's fun. It's quirky. I, I love that one a lot. It's my favourite. Uh, it's pretty... That's pretty... I don't know. There were a lot in Inquisition, so... It's kind of hard to choose one, but I'll, I will go for Josephine just because of that other guy in that territory. What's a good relationship twist that has not been done in DA yet? Casey at K. Call 11. Ooh, a good relationship twist. Ooh. Hmm, by a twist it sounds like, uh, like a, a point where something happens that kind of that, that changes it. Or, or does it doesn't mean twist, like you've got like a young relationship and you've got a long distance with Dorian and the Inquisitor and you've got... Is that what I mean by twist? I, I, I'm gonna go with the idea of something that hasn't been done before in terms of that, that idea. Um, you've got... Open relationships that have been done with Isabella, you've got long distance with Dorian and the Inquisitor, you've got young love with Sarah with Meryl, you've got broody twilight romance with Fenris, uh, you got have you got forbidden love? You got anyone who's forbidden who they shouldn't be together but they are? They're from two separate worlds. Solus <laughs> Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, yeah. Uh what about opposites attract? I am bowling anyone. <laughs> no. Opposites attract. Have you got the. Uh, I guess actually that's how you frame your uh, protagonist. You've got a dark ball with Alistair and Colin. Um, what are the twists? Twists. Hmm, I'm not 100% sure. Well, if you romance a demon. Arms, though. Romance and demon. That's a twist because you've got this abomination. Because Solus is a demon. <laughs> Solus is a demon. Um, I'm not sure. A twist that's not been done before. Skinny love. Dwarven love. Yes, we we haven't had a dwarf romance in ages. Wait, I thought that was obvious. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, we have not had a dwarven love. Yeah, where's I the dwarf love? Why? Like, I know Inquisitor can like romance Iron Bull. It could be a dwarf, like, but no, like an actual dwarven romance. Well, character, yep, that, that's not, that's, it's not a twist, but it's, yeah, it's not been done before yet. Okay, we've got another question from Stephen Stone at Demeterium LIS. Bioware has already given us a romance that depicts a healthy SM relationship. What are your thoughts on the idea of introducing other fetish relationships into future games? Okay, so you need to add a furry one. <laughs> Okay, you got furries. Uh, I, fetish, I'm not really sure about fetishes. I don't really. I don't know about the fetish world, so I no, can't really. In, I can't really speak for them because I don't have any. The only like, fetish I have is like hair, and Bioware can't do that. So. <laughs> Roasted. Got him. 
Who's okay? So definitely hair. Ha. Maybe do their feet correctly, cause like yeah, oh my cause goodness. People hit when feet. I when my inquisitor was like wearing like <laughs> um the what is it the Dalish keeper outfit like right. and had or solace like their feet were like crusty looking uh. and their hands they need to really work on their hands. I know hands are like really hard to create in like animation and, and stuff, games, but yeah. in games especially. They need to work on like how they draw how they like model like female bodies as well, cause like. Cassandra and That's Sarah. discussion for later. Yeah, we can talk about sexualization if you want to, but like, they just did him weird, and that was kind of like, whoa, that looks weird, you know. That was well, my... I know a lot of people were kind of like a little like angry about what like Morgan looked like in Inquisition. Yeah, and the Miranda in Mass Effect Two, and, and just all of Mass Effect's so... characters, to be honest, like Samara, Jack. So maybe because of that they were like, hey, we need to have some social justice in here. But for um, me, yeah, I'm like, but... it's a video game. It can exceed my expectations of what... Well, social justice, like, limits to, like, only a few people. Like, exactly. if, you think, yeah. if you think about it, like, I'm not speaking to, like, be against it, but I'm really, like, speaking more in, in the terms, like, it... it really limits people's enjoyment of things when you're it just kind of doing it for a certain group like like i thought that's what people came to games together was to have like everybody as a group like it doesn't matter where you're from like everybody gets along like i don't understand why we have to really like separate ourselves like exactly. that's really just exactly. not fun and fair and in general you have like i don't want to get into this in a huge debate all because i've had enough debates this week about something like that but um yeah like, you have Cassandra, Sarah, they're, they're attractive enough, but like, you look at Mass Effect Andromeda where they weren't, and then you have characters like Cullen, where they're super attractive and they're like, Dorian, and you have, you have these really attractive male characters, obviously Dorian's gay, so it's, 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 it's too, it's matter. He's attractive, don't get me wrong. But he I is he made, yeah. Straight. So it's like, you have these really attractive male characters, and then it's like, oh well, we have to have realistic looking females, and we can't have that, because that's not fair, and that's social, and I'm like, Hmm, that's just hypocritical. But I don't want to get into that on this, but yeah. For me, just it's a video game. It can exceed expectations of what a real person comes. Uh, we play video games to escape, not to, you know, oh, look at that real-life person who is exactly like everyone in real life and how mundane they are. It's like, no, we come to video games to have, you know, our, our expectations exceeded. You have, and like, a fantasy narrative yet. It's a fantasy have, like, game, fantasy exactly. Fantasy characters that just, like, generic. Dread I'm gods. sorry, that's gonna be the downfall of a lot of video games if we're just right. gonna kind of like try to please everybody. You're not gonna please everybody. For one, you're not yeah. pleasing a lot of people when you're doing this, but. You've got flipping elven not, gods. That's just my opinion. You've what, got what, what, what does it matter to like other people? You know, like everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, exactly. Like on um, what looks good and what and what should. Like, well, you know, a lot of. A lot of, um. Girls just kind of like expectations like Morgan had a really like you know right she had a really skimpy outfit and her boobs and now in Inquisition they're smaller and, and there's like all that kind of argument towards that and like how right you know uh, a lot of concept arts that came out with like Cassandra it uh, people thought I don't notice it but I guess a lot of guys do about like she looks different right and so I, I understand where or other things. I know we're, there was a, this was not the question we were asked. But, no, yeah, yeah. No, continue. Um, continue. For sure, like, um, 
um, SJW stuff, like, I think it's not like we're talking against, like, a group, like, LGBT or, like, oh, yeah, no, any no, other no. group or, like, you know, say, like, you can be, a, you don't have to be a social justice warrior and represent another group. Like, your goal is to generally, like, create these facts that are not there. Like, well, they, like, do you know, dehumanize, like, women and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. really, though? Do they, though? Like... Exactly. It makes, like, what's the point of, like, modeling, then? What's the point of, like, um, pageants and stuff like that? What's yeah, the point yeah, yeah. of, like, all these other entertainments that should have more of a problem than, say, video games? Yeah. You know, like, there's so yeah, many the problems out there that yeah. actually, yeah, that happens in real life, not in, like, simulations like video games. Like, yeah. there's just so many out there that people need to really, like kind of kind of focus more attention to more priority like yeah. a video game representing a woman incorrectly or like or like actual real life representation of women or like models always been you know like Kim Kardashian like or whatever like yeah yeah you got huge things about her and a bunch of crap that I don't care about that she's saying and it's like you could focus more on that and how she's you know saying these really controversial things or you could try and push an agenda about how a character is modelled in a video game it's like come on but choose your battles and whatever. Like, if you want to talk about a video game and how women are being modeled differently, or to be realistic, then I don't agree with that. But whatever, I guess. But in terms of fetishes, <laughs> I have no idea. Better like again, I can't talk for that community. Yeah, I don't have fetishes in real life. And regarding video games. It's the same thing, but better hairstyles. I like hair. I've made that evident enough by the videos I do where I talk about hairstyles. So I would yeah. love to see better hairstyles for Dragon Age 4. Uh, please. <laughs> um, but honestly, yeah. To pull out some more questions, we can rapid fire some. In Inquisition, most of the characters, NPCs, had no option on your romantic partner. Apart from some throwaway quips. Jealous banter was a staple of origin romances. Example. Morrigan versus Liliana moments. Do you find yourself in any w weird way of missing the the jealous angle? This was from Chelsea Wit at Chelsea ID. Uh, uh, oh, that's good. So I do miss that dynamic of where people would comment more on your romances. But in terms of being jealous, that's actually a really, really good question. Um, I think of Inquisition. Okay, there's a lot of jealousy in DA2 for sure. Like sure, a lot of banter. Sure. Yeah. So. I think that one is probably really good. That was really good. And you know what? It's like an Andromeda as well. When you bring out Cora and PB, and when you're romancing Cora, and then you romance PB, and then like they have a lot of like, it's kind of funny. But in um, oh, I know this is that's like, that's really cool. I think it is. Uh, in Inquisition, I think it's Josephine. No. Oh. Josephine no. would be tan. Oh, okay, true, 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 true. I just saw the shoulder pads. Any jealousy oh, yeah. in Inquisition? Okay, I know that Josephine and Blackwell, like, are they, like, I know that, I know that at least Blackwell fancies Josephine. That was hilarious. <laughs> Does he get jealous? Does he get jealous if you... I'm not sure. I have to... I, I'd like to see that. I would love to, because I, I love pissing Blackwell up. <laughs> I love this the most. I'd love to see if he does get jealous, but I do miss that jealous dynamic. I'd like to see like 
characters talk more. Well, actually, I am jealous. Yeah, okay, Anders. there's definitely jealous between Anders and Fenris. Yeah, during the two. Yeah. So, but Inquisition. What about Meryl? Does she get jealous at all? No. No. She's kind of oblivious. She like really. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, huh? <laughs> Hulk. In an Inquisition, though, I'm really not sure. But I do miss that dynamic. I do. Okay, so I got a question for you in my other comment section. Sorry, I don't know how to answer it, but uh, it's it's not an actual romance oriented question. Well, it is, but it's not in any pod like Twitter or anything like that. It's from a random video. Uh, from Platinum Stinks. And I have a question. Why do you think Solas was made a romance option considering his position in the game? And I figured you'd have an interesting take on it. I do, actually. So, um, his romance. So, people know that he was made once they got a year or whatever extra for right. creating Inquisition. And it was Colin and Solas. So, there was some tweets earlier on, I think it would might have been like May or something, where Patrick Weeks and David Gator were kind of like bantering about like, uh, well, you know, you had Colin da 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 da, and then like, Gator was like, right. well, I did not expect you, you know, you came in with an idea of having the romance for Solus, and I already knew that that was just gonna be a bad idea, <laughs> like right, with right, a lot right. of fans and stuff like that. Um, in regards to it, okay, what was the question though? Like, what's the main point? Uh, the main point is why was he a romance option considering his position in the game? <laughs> you go ask weeks. Like, so it's not like a bad thing. I think. I think it really kind of. Actually, I think it would. It's a great idea because then they kind of extended Bioware's romance um, storytelling. No. Yeah, romance storytelling. That like really took it to another level. And a lot of people who do all the romances, they're like, yeah, well, definitely Solaces is like pretty heartbreaking. Like yeah. it's something you would not expect at all. So I think Different dynamic that completely. it's up to the writers. Um, uh, in regards to my opinion, I don't, I don't really know. I I played Inquisition. When it came out, and then I kind of quit it because I like Skyrim better. And yeah. <laughs> then after that, I decided. Came back and, for your boy. And I was like, oh, I can romance this person? That's kind of cool. So I romanced him. And frankly, I did see a lot of rumors like, oh, da -da -da -da, he's 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 the Dread Wolf, da -da -da -da. but I didn't know what that meant because I never played the game. And I was like, huh? Right. So and like I kind of forgot about it. I didn't even know who it was. Like, who's this person? And so the whole time I'm just like, eh, you know, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really know what the heck's going on with this dude. I think it's a good idea for storytelling. I think that's a Definitely really the good. purposes and what it tells is it's like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Blennon on Twitter asks, How, is, every, is having every companion attracted to a PC a good or bad thing? Uh, every companion attracted to your PC a good up. I think it'd be interesting to see characters who aren't attracted to you and then have them like you because of your choices of personality, which is what the games kind of already do. Like, I don't feel yeah, like distinctively, like they, don't... they don't really distinctively like you because of your aesthetics. I feel like 
they have to do it for the personality aspect of choosing choices and stuff like that. Like, it's not a blend and, oh, I like you because you're attractive. It's like, sure, I don't really. Maybe having companions that are attractive, maybe that might be a different question. But even still, like, it's not always about them as well. It's also about their personality, their key things and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm not really sure about that one. That's kind of subjective. I mean, yeah. We've got Tori on Twitter, at Victoria. Is there one thing you could change about Josephine or Liliana's romance? What would it be? Uh, I love Josephine's romance the way it is. It's super adorable, super cute, super, super helpless romantic. So I don't think I would change anything about that one in particular. Um, I don't mind that there isn't like a romance scene because that's not why I play the games. I don't play them to watch romance scenes. I like the fact that she's pretty pure and, and like innocent with that. I, I love that. Uh, so I would. She's bland though. Ah, oh, no, I love Josephine. She's given so much content, and the dates of going to Ole, the theatre, all of it. I like, I like it a lot. She could have had more content, but then again, what romans couldn't have had more content, you know? No, I, I really like that. And then Liliana in Origins, I mean, she's my fave, so I don't... Anything added to that? I mean, Origins is like, what age is like, so old, so I, I don't feel like... I mean, now I feel like, you know, you compare the games and there's so much you could add in terms of romance, but honestly, like, for, the, for what we got in Origins, it, 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 it's perfect. Okay, so this one. It's not a tinfoil, oh, but... Hard in High Town is, I'm 19 pages in, and it's really, really, really good. It's lit so far. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, because obviously it's brand new, people are still reading it. Uh, but the main thing I picked on is about the, exec the executors. And that hypes the hell out of me because I'm super stoked for all of their intrigues um, and everything around them. But other than that, it's super good. The, the characterization, the writing, of course. Mary Kirby does a fantastic job of yeah. writing as Varric. So I, I love it so far. It's great. And I'm already a few pages in, legit. So I'm super, super loving it. Uh, and Sounds excited. awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what the heck is this? I can't wait for you to read it as well. Jack loves Wynne. Like, wants to marry her. Ladies? <laughs> Jack, loves, Jack loves Wynne, and I talked about living in a remote cabin with her. Sari was like, she'll be on a deathbed. She'll be like, get the water, Jack. <laughs> and it was hilarious. <sighs> but, uh, yeah. I want, I'm not going to draw me, but if I was there, I'd be begging for just... Oh yeah, totally. Be begging. Of course you would. Begging for win, win, wins love and affection. That's me begging. Uh, what about other tinfoils? What else we got? What else we got? What happened to Stolas's eyebrow? Okay, so there's a lot of tinfoils for this. You probably know a couple of them. Yeah, I know about Mafal creating him into the world and stuff like that, and how. Okay, so a lot of people believe. That Mythal created him, yeah, and he was a spirit of wisdom. And there's also that people believe that he basically Mythal made. He was born at Skyhold, something like that. Yeah, um, where I'm he was sent the down. Fade. There's a lot of there's a lot of speculation with that, but honestly, I don't know if I believe that one. So. It's a, good, it's a good theory, but so the mark on his eyebrow, I guess everybody thinks he he was a slave, uh, for right. sure. 
because Cole said one time about um, you know really cryptic things during Trespasser about Solus um, to the Inquisitor right and and he basically says he burned her off his face and people are like, oh my gosh, she must have had Valisleen, and it probably was Mythal's, and maybe she w he was a sentinel for her, or like the high priest, or something like that. And right, right. so he decided to take off the Valisleen to save himself. So you got that theory, and that's why he has a mark on his eyebrow. So it's so nothing, like, nothing like, you know... He smacked his head while he was kissing, like, yeah. Andrew, or nothing like that. Andrew. <laughs> he was just legit potentially made by Mathal, or you got something like burning that's off his That's what people believe. That's a theory. See, that's, that's a, theory. a theory. It's not tinfoil. true. Tinfoil. Um, it could be true, for sure, because Cole, like, literally said... Says something um, like, yeah. Says something about him, like, removing her off of his face, and everybody assumes that's Solus, and I agree, I think it is Solus. Is like, that's what... Because, you know, oh, Cole wow. does a lot. He uh, does, Sometimes yeah. Solus speaks through Cole, like, at the end. Yeah, and, exactly. And exactly. he, like, makes, makes him forget about who he is and stuff, completely forget about Solus, yeah. and then they're like, well, there's really no reason for them to, like... To do that other than, you know having a substantial reason for that. Yeah, so I really think that it's from he used to have Valisling. I mean, yeah. how would how would he know that, like, spell, anyways? Exactly, exactly. How would he know how to do that? So, I got a tinfoil. It's not really a tinfoil, it's just a bit. Uh, I read Magical, and damn, Calpurnia is banging in the comic. She is banging. You know, like, oh. I'm like... Calpurnia, okay, yeah. for Mage Killer. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, when I saw her in, um, yeah, like the Well of Sorrows, basically, or if you do her like side quest, side, if you, yeah, you know, yeah. you sided with the Templars, um, in Inquisition, like, literally, she. I, I don't want to be rude because a lot of people think she looks fine, but she I does don't. not look appealing, like, she at doesn't. all. She doesn't. Um, in the comics, she looks very like she nice. She looks nice. I'm like, dang. She just looks kind of like just as bad as Samson does. Like I'm not trying she to be. She does, young. but she does legit. Legit. I'm like, I'm like, how does she look so good in the comics? And then we've got, sorry, yeah. And then in the game, I'm like, what the, the heck? You know, that's what happens when you know Tavinches come to Ferelden. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I just finished Magic and I'm like, damn, I want to romance her in Dragon Age 4. But uh, obviously, Marius, unless She's Marius has moved on. And again, well, she yeah. could be dead. But yeah. Then again, you might, you know, these characters are not in. <laughs> yeah, the characters. So, I mean, that, that, okay, so Calpurnia, yes. That's good actually now, because Calpurnia, yep. Yeah, Calpurnia looks really nice in the comics for She's sure. She's like, banging. I'm like, that's freckles. like in the. Uh, Kill Mary Kiss, we like had her in the comics rather than yeah, like, the game. Because like, in the game, yeah. she just looks raggedy. Like, and I had. I never liked. On? You thought she looked fine. You're like, no, she looks good. She in looks the good. comics. In the comics. Yeah, but I was like, oh, Calvernia. And you're like, no, she looks fine. And I'm like, I in the comics, I, yeah. In the comics. I prefaced the comics. Love. Yeah, but love. then you showed me one and you're, I was like, that's Charter. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. that okay, that was. Why is this? <laughs> you're like, like, ow. <laughs> ow. Damn. Okay, so is Thedas flat? 
Yeah. I don't know if we got one of those flat earth <laughs> things. We got one of them flat earth theories. So I would investigate the fetus. This thing is flat. Um, I think it is. Well, there is no moon. Just kidding. <laughs> there is. There's a theory that Dragon Age and Mass Effect are in the same universe that Geek Remix said that was really, no, really please. good. No. <laughs> There's people that say that The Witcher. I know. I know, but um, no. but if I that like Geek, Geek Remix theory is true, then Dragon Age is on the planet. It's around, you can't walk off it. It's not in a sphere, or in a firmament, or whatever they call it. Here's a tinfoil for you. Hit me. Will Flemeth come back? Uh, ooh, I think <laughs> so as Morrigan. Sorry, oh, it's Mythal. Ooh. As Mythal. Yeah, that's an easy guess right there. <laughs> What you saying about me? Is this Blackwall? <laughs> no, this is a lady. It's so you uh, think she's coming back as Methal? I think she could, yeah. What about you? You're more Elven Glory than um, my. Well, yeah, because Flameth is Solus. <laughs> Got him. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this should be the thumbnail. <laughs> It really should be. <laughs> you gotta save that, it. I'm gonna seize my existence. Oh, okay, that's in the Pictionary for uh, for my entire life. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. We played that for a while. We got few, a few tin files and we got some good romance questions going. This episode was just meant to be a ball of fun. But anyway, guys. Don't forget to uh, ask us questions on um, for our new viewer question segment. Uh, don't forget to do that. <laughs> ask us any questions you want. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us if you stayed in this far. <laughs> uh, really, really appreciate it. But anyway, guys. <laughs> be uh, sure to check out our links. Be whatever. sure to uh, <laughs> ask for commissions by Jackdaw. <laughs> uh, Sari, where can people uh, check you and find you out? <laughs> You can find me on YouTube, sorry Lou. Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit, Aaron Lassa. Anything coming out of your content or channel that anyone should should brace themselves for? You got anything to announce? I might do a lore series. I'm Ooh. not really sure. My channel really hasn't had, except in some gameplay videos I've posted, of my voice and more of in like a formal way. So I'm a little nervous about that. I don't know Aww. if people give sorry the yeah. best support, guys. Oh, go well, follow, I go subscribe. That. That's awesome. No, I'm looking forward to that. I'm great looking forward to that. <laughs> I am. I'm so looking forward to that. I can't wait to hear your what, sweet what little voice in the lobby video. <laughs> no, that's awesome, that's awesome. But uh, anyway guys, yeah, um, obviously my content the same. It's going to be talking about the comics and whatever. Hard and hide sound. Stay tuned for that. But anyway, thank you so much, sorry for joining me as always for this TF and TP. Thank you, Jack. But until the next one, sorry we should, should go. Go. Less than they know me. What's what's going on?